This episode of Goodbye Mellow Brick Road is brought to you by bodybuilding.com. We're not talking about a skyscraper here, like a building that is uh, 3,000 stories tall, shaped like a person, head at the top, feet at the bottom. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about that kind of bodybuilding. We're not talking about the game in Mario Party 6 called Bodybuilders where you have to build a body with your partner. No. We're talking about bodybuilding.com. And I was doing some some bicep curls, you know, as you do. I was lifting probably about uh curling about 250. Not I don't want to brag or anything, but I was doing that. Really had a good vibe going. You know, that's how it goes. And it wouldn't have happened without bodybuilding.com. So check it out, link in the bio. I mean, Episode, ugh, Instagram has really poisoned my brain. Link in the episode description, Dad. Um, this episode, it's a, it's a real gem. I'm going to Disney World, so I figured what better time to release another Disney World episode. Top five foods from Disney World. Kristen Lee Chow, one of the greats. It's a good one. Enjoy it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Goodbye Mellow Brick Road. And boy, do we have a treat for you. We have on the podcast today, we have one of the greats of all time from, for like, we you know, we met, we met her down in Florida, and now we both have to go back to school in different states. It's the curse of the Disney College program. But please welcome to the podcast, Kristen Lee Chow. Kristen, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So I would say we are probably two. We were, I think actually we're probably the top two people who like food the most in Disney World. Probably out of yeah, out of the millions of people that visit every year, I think you and I are probably, you know, up there. Yeah, we're right. We're right in the top. Like I made a I made a photo album right for uh for the DCP via Shutterfly, and I have like there's like eight pages that are just dedicated to the different food that I ate. Yeah, I've deleted a lot of my Instagram highlight reels, but the one that remains is food, and most of it happens to be Disney food. And your name on Instagram is, is it's Crunchy Cheeseburger, right? Yeah. So, so perfect. We, always. <laughs> we are we are about the food here, and I think this is going to be a lot better than the disgusting food podcast because we can actually talk about food that we like. Oh yeah. And we actually we sold food. At Disney World, like we have, so we are the perfect people to talk about this topic. Yeah, um, quick service food and beverage. I even did um, food and wine festival last year. Oh, that's see, that's been a life. That's <laughs> been on my bucket list forever. Go to food and wine. That's I. I wish I could have gone this year. I'm so I'm going I'm, in 15 days. You're going back? Oh man! Yeah, I'm going to visit. Just a visit for my fall break. Oh, I wish. That'll be that's a next year goal for old for old me. Yeah. <laughs> What is... I got couches to crash on and main entrance passes to exploit for a little bit at least. So. That's that's the way to do it. You make friends and then you use all their guest tickets. <laughs> what were some what are some of your favorites at Food and Wine? Do you have any like which which stand was the one that you would always go to? Um that's kinda hard. I think I was kind of biased and I did keep an EVs off of my top five list because I knew that's like a whole different thing in itself um but you know I'll go with Brazil I worked there a lot because I was in the yellow zone which is kind of like 
the bridge from China over to the bridge um, by France and England by the International Gateway. Um, and they had this, the po de queijo, which is like Brazilian cheese bread, and it's gluten-free. Um, so that was always fun to explain to guests. I get really excited about that. Um, but it's literally just this, these little balls of cheesy bread, but the inside is such an interesting texture because it's made out of tapioca flour instead of, like, normal flour. There's no, like... So it's even chewier than, like, gluten-based bread might be, um, but it's kind of addicting. I actually hated it the first time I had it, um, and then I just found it at Target the other day, and I can't stop eating it. I just finished the bag, like, 20 minutes ago. They have it at Target? Yeah, it's called Brazi Bites. Um, oh, damn. Yeah, it's really good. I'm going to have to make a run to Target, I think, because the whole time you were talking about it, I was like, man, I fucking should have done the fall program instead of spring. <laughs> you, yeah, we could have we could have worked together. That would have been fun, too. They also are 40% off with the Cartwheel app, so download the cart, the Target app, and then make sure you add that coupon and scan it when you check out. That's Then that one is, that's free, Target. That's a free promotion for you, so. <laughs> so that's, You're welcome, Target. I spent all my money. That's on us. Though. Anything else, we expect money from Target. Um, I also, speaking of things that we excluded from our list, I, I, at first I had drinks on there, and I was like, okay, this is a whole separate podcast, drinks, top, like, because there's, I couldn't even begin to narrow that down. Oh yeah, it totally is, and I feel like I shouldn't, and I feel like I'd want to include, like, some alcoholic beverages too, and I'm technically not of age, so, like, <laughs> that's a little bit of a liability to publicly talk about that, um, but that's a whole nother realm in itself like disney food is just <laughs> whole another world we'll have to do we'll have to do top five drinks at some point too we also we have to we have to narrow it down we uh we almost we were thinking about restaurants at some point but we had to exclude that one so we might have to revisit restaurants at some point oh yeah i'll come i think we should do like this once a month like i come on and we just talk about disney food that sounds perfect to me there's so many different topics we could explore i kind of combine to like snacks i don't know if you went with that route too but I think my list today is like mostly snacks i have a little i have a i have a combination of snacks and uh some restaurant uh meals as well okay okay uh, but I'll, I'll kick it off. That way we end with you. And uh, my number five pick was probably the like the iconic snack of the park. Uh, well, maybe not the iconic, but one of the most popular ones among Disney circles. I put I had the Dole Whip right at number five. Um, you can get it at Aloha Isle in Adventureland, which I told a lot of people when I worked Jungle. And uh, you can get it right at the um, the soft serve stand at the Polynesian as well. Um, the Dole Whip is fantastic. You can get it, like, just the soft serve pineapple or p pineapple vanilla swirl. You can get it with the pineapple juice in the bottom. There's so many different options, and it was just, I don't think I really got much soft serve at the parks besides getting Dole Whips. Just Dole Whips were, that's, it's the first snack I got when I got down there. It's one of the last ones I had when I left. It's, it's so perfect, especially too, right, in Adventureland, and it's like you can just turn right to your left and then there'll be some big seating areas in Frontierland. You can just you can just chill there. Maybe if you're lucky the rocking chairs are open and I I I love I love the Dole Whip. 
that's actually going to be one of my honorable honorable mentions. I, like, left that off. Um, the Dole Whip and, like, the Citrus Swirl from Sunshine Tree Terrace, which was actually under renovation, and they didn't bring back the Citrus Swirl until, I think, like, a month into my first program. Um, but that was, those were, like, my childhood thing. Like, I would get a Dole Whip, my dad would get a Citrus Swirl, and we'd sit there and we'd, like, share it. Um, but, yeah, that's a good one. Um my number five and i feel like this is just like true to my brand anyone who knows me <laughs> knows that it's gonna be a mickey pretzel Ooh. but only with the cheese oh it's just like an average um soft pretzel without it honestly it's the same generic brand that you can buy anywhere or that they sell at like any like sporting games or concert or whatever um but that cheese i don't know what about it <laughs> It just, but like the cheese that they sell at the ODB carts, not the not the plastic cheese that you can get at the quick service restaurants. So it's it's the cheese that we sold is what you go for. Yeah, I actually, I shouldn't like make this. I also I'm gonna a lot of disclaimers here. Like I'm gonna <laughs> share some little anecdotes that I probably shouldn't. <laughs> I took home on. I think it was like one of my last shifts. Yeah, it definitely was, because I closed Castle my last night. Um, I was at MSS earlier in the night, and I found, I was opening the boxes of cheese, and I found one that was completely empty, just a container of it, so I kept it, and it's in my memory box. Oh, that's, that's, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. The coordinators let me, they said it was okay to take that, but I was like, uh. <laughs> but yeah, so um, the cheese is very near and dear to my heart, um. Only if it's, like, completely warmed up. If you have to, like, stir it and it kind of stays in the position you pushed it, that's a no-go. The pretzels, I got a, I had a couple pretzels back in the day. Uh, I definitely definitely made more than I actually ate. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, they, were, they weren't bad. I, 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 was a, I, was a, I was a fan of them. Um, except I would always, at Circus, if we were out of pretzels and we were waiting for, waiting for the runner to come back, I would always send people, I was like, oh, if you go to Prince Eric's, they'll have some pretzels for you. I didn't, for like, the, for until like the week before my program was over, I did not realize that the pretzels are completely different at Prince Eric's. Yeah, they're the giant pretzels that they sell in the Germany Pavilion in um, Epcot. So you gotta be, we, people, if you're listening, you have to be careful because Mickey pretzels are different. They have, a, there's a, there's just something special about them. And with the, like, you know, I was a big. I was not a big fan of the cheese going into it, and then when we had to try them on our first day, like of training or whatever, whichever day it was that, of training that we had to try everything, I was forced. I was forced by our leaders to eat the the cheese because they said you have to know what it tastes like, and I was like, it's actually not as bad as I expected, and you know, I it's only a dollar extra too, so it was. I think it would be worth it too. Oh yeah, there's been times I've gone into the park and I've brought my own bag of chips, and I just like gone up and bought a cup of cheese that's a great idea i mean for, that could I, be another episode um disney parks food hacks absolutely you know i think <laughs> the biggest one would have to be those lemonade cups being available in the dollar store oh yeah 100 percent. or smart water the speedway when you're leaving the ttc oh uh-huh. two for four dollars and it's like the big half liter bottles too Instead of what is it like four fifty for four fifty for a twenty ounce, yeah. <laughs> uh, absolute garbage. <laughs> I remember I bought like six of them or something for Hurricane Irma because I was there during that too. Ooh, I remember. Uh, 
we like like the first day I was like in the bistro and the all the sprites in there were like a dollar sixty or something. And I was like, damn, this, we're like we're like five feet away from the actual park and the price difference is two dollars. Yeah. <laughs> but the price difference for this next one on my list, I wouldn't really know what to compare it to because I never got this in the break room. I got this was an exclusive to I think this this also could probably be its own episode too, but I think it's my favorite quick service restaurant in all of all of the parks. I loved Woody's Lunchbox in Toy Story Land so much. I am a huge supporter of Toy Story Land. I loved Woody's Lunchbox and the food item. I was going to get the the Monte Cristo and when I went with Kelsey, she was like, "Nah, let's split a a barbecue brisket melt." And oh my gosh. <laughs> she made the right call cuz it was so so fucking good. I loved Oh my god, I just, that just, it's, I, it's literally just, they only, they have sandwiches there, and you're like, oh, it's just sandwiches, it's not gonna be that good, but it's literally the best quick service I've ever had in my life. Love the barbecue brisket. tell me that, I only got to do the cast preview, and then, um, the ride and adjust, because my program, because I got an early release from my summer program, I was blocked out, I never got to try any of the food. No! Yeah, and then they lifted the block, I think the week that I, like, the following week that I had left. So I left on a Saturday, and I think that, like, Tuesday or something, they lifted the block. Are you going when you go back for food and wine? I think so. I know I'm going to a Halloween party, and probably, I literally have set, like, a good $150 aside just for food and wine. <laughs> definitely overcompensating, but, like, um... So maybe, like, later in the night, because I'm, like, a hardcore Phantasmic stan. Oh, yes. Um, I listen to Phantasmic while I do my homework. Me and, um, I don't know if you ever met Hikari. I don't think so. Her program ended yeah, I don't with mine, but she was one of the stalkers. Um, she's still in the Orlando area, so if you ever run into her when you're down there visiting, she's great. Um, but yeah, we used to, we bought the Phantasmic soundtrack CDs together. That is great. I listen. I've listened to Fantasmic, even just walking around campus. That like, happily ever after. <laughs> even the Liberty Square like area loop. I listen to it all. Oh, I uh, love it. I. We're getting so off track, but I'm <laughs> in this advanced like musical theater choreography class. So I'm learning a lot of like, um, Jack Cole, Agnes DeMille. Um, I'm trying to who else? Michael Bennett. All of like the big Broadway greats from the '50s who like. You're not sure that humans can actually move that way naturally, but, you know, there's footage that it did happen. Um, a lot of the music is from the Main Street or loop, or the Main Street loop took a lot of the music from, like, Oklahoma and the bandwagon and all this stuff, so it was very strange that, you know, being in a class with all these musical theater majors, and then I recognize it for, as, like, Disney <laughs> music. <laughs> Does it still get you just, emotional? Yeah, it gets, it's a little triggering, but... I know, I, it took me the long, I still can't listen to Festival of Fantasy, because I just, I'm like, I get so sad, and I'm like, man, I fucking, I miss Pecos, you know? It makes me even more sad, I got, um, I'm on track to graduate early now, but, and my parents were not about to let me take another semester off, um, <laughs> but, I got Fall Advantage Character Performer, Oh and man. I had a May arrival, so, the Halloween and Christmas parades are a little, um, they're a little bit of a soft, uh, you know, tender topic for me. 
Who do you think you would have been friends with? I definitely would have been friends with um, Mickey and the Ducks. I probably would have been more on the Daisy side. Yo. Uh, but I did get kept for parade dancing, show dancing, and special events, so... That's so cool. Who knows? It could have been anyone. Oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah. It makes me sad, but, you know, Mickey's but, not going anywhere. You know, the, the, if you got it once, you can, you can get it again. Yeah, hopefully. So. But yeah, if you are, if you do end up in Toy Story Land, I recommend the barbecue brisket melt with. There you go. We're back on track. <laughs> with some Mystic Portal punch, absolutely. All right. Um. This is number four, right? Yeah. So, what do you have at number four? I have maybe this is a fad thing, but going back to when you were talking about like Dole Whip and soft serve. The Peter Pan float slash, like, the key lime soft serve that they, that they just debuted at Storybook Treats back in, like, July is so good. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> that one, I went, I think the morning I was, like, leaving my program, I was, like, I was already moved out of CP housing. I said to Hannah Phillips, I was, like, can you please drive me to Magic Kingdom right now? I need to try this. And it was fantastic. Like, I didn't think it would work that well. And then it made me feel even better because I am lactose intolerant and I eat a lot of, like, cheese and ice cream and I shouldn't. <laughs> it's just, like, also, like, dairy is just, like, bad for humans. Like, we're not supposed to be, we're not made to, you know, be eating other animals' milk, but that's a whole nother <laughs> um, problem. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's just, like, it's similar to Dole Whip where... Another big kept Disney secret that is just powder and water. So it's friendly to the tummy and really refreshing because it was super hot that day. That was what, um, the last day I was there, I was set loose in the park after Kelsey had to go to work. And <laughs> I was like, like, I like, there's nothing I love more than LeFou's brew. And, but still I was like, you know what? I, I have to go with the Peter Pan's float. It's so great i don't even like chocolate that much and i still love it's like a little andy's mint on top and it's like oh i can't resist yeah. it and i don't even like sprite that much and it's still fantastic and key lime pie softer who knew it could be so good and the only uh it's just it really is like story it like kind of reminded me of like um at like school dances and like birthday part like halloween parties when you're a kid and they put like the sherbet in the sprite or the seven up or whatever Maybe absolutely or whatever it was it kind of reminded me of that maybe that's why i liked it so much no yeah you're right that's uh it's definitely the best thing that ever came out of storybook treats oh 100 percent. storybook <laughs> treats is kind of trash <laughs> it's but it's i just oh my roommate worked Fantasyland stands and he was not there when they introduced the peter pan flute and i was so mad because i was like you gotta hook me up with like like <laughs> Like this, I don't know how, like, where can I get key lime pie softs or ice cream? Where does it come from? You got to tell me the secrets. I just, it's so. Like, I don't want anything from storybook treats. Like I can provide that for myself, but I need to know all of the backstage <laughs> secrets about it so I can go and produce it myself when I get home. As I'm, every, I have Google alerts set up for how to make frozen apple juice and how to make mystic portal <laughs> punch. So, cause I need, I need it. I can't be away from it. I'm getting withdrawals now just thinking about it. And the, funny. the Peter Pan floats right up there too. I gotta put that in my Google Alerts. How to make key lime pie ice cream. Oh, 
My mom, you actually at restaurants. I remember as a kid, my mom used to ask for the recipes, and they had them ready, like to give out to people for certain things. This is revolution. I gotta. I'm gonna be. I don't know if that's still a thing. That was like 2009. Um, but at least at the Kona Cafe, when she asked for the Tonga Toast recipe, they handed it right to her. That you you think that you'd think that they probably would like it would make sense because people probably have to ask all the time. Oh yeah, I'm sure after a certain point they were just like, "Yep, we're just gonna." It's not a secret. Unless they're now they're like, "Oh, we gotta protect the magic," or whatever. <laughs> character that, integrity. Yeah, we need character integrity for Peter Pan's floats. <laughs> Peter Pan's flight. Peter Pan's float. Uh. Well, at my number three pick i'm moving back into the snack realm with something that we sold uh very close close to the pretzels it's it's the churro um the pretzels are good but i always favored the churros over it i don't know if it's just because i prefer like like i usually prefer like salty over sweet but maybe i just like cinnamon sugar better than regular sugar and you know the churro is also like like the inside of them it's not really fried dough it's like something it's like a little bit of extra and i'm probably sounding very culturally ignorant right now because it's probably very obvious to people who grew up with churros and their families about what that extra kick is to make it better than fried dough but i always loved the churros so much it was so damn hard bringing those extra churros back to the commissary and dumping them out and i was like these are I will I will eat these for you Disney, but I know they turn them into bus fuel. But I was like Disney, let just let me do that. Pay me to do this. I will do that instead of giving them to the buses. But you know, the churros they still they were always great. I always would always try if I went in the parks after work after going to watch Happily Ever After. I'd grab a churro. Even the churros in Mexico, the little bite sized ones, those were great. Oh, that's awesome. I love I I stand for the churros. <laughs> I never had a churro until around Christmas. How did you make it that long? I um, I was very against the fact that I was placed in ODB, I think, and on my cooking day, I was just, like, very overwhelmed by all the food they were handing me, so I just never tried it, and then I just didn't think I'd like it, um, so until I had the holiday coupons, I never tried it, um, but they are really good. Um, the ones in Disneyland are even better, actually. I know it's like everyone says that, but like it was true. That's what everyone tells me. I'm like, I don't know how they can be, but I'll just I trust it because everyone says it, so it must be true. They're not as greasy. They're like crunchier and like, for the lack of a better word, they're a little meatier. Oh no, I like it. I like a girthy boy like that. <laughs> oh, that's good. All right, so my number three. <laughs> Speaking of Disneyland, um. This is, like, super basic and really stupid of me to consider this, like, a Disney snack because I could buy it at the supermarket. Um, but in California Adventure, they sell little just plastic containers of sliced mango that's, like, a little bit sour. Um, so, like, not all the way ripe with the lime, Cajun, like, Mexican chili salt seasoning, whatever it is. Like, a little packet of it. And you just, like, sprinkle it on there, and it's sweet, and it's sour, and it's refreshing, and it's a little spicy, and it's salty, and it's just, it's sensory overload, and it is amazing. That's that's interesting. I've never heard of this before. I never even knew that that could be a thing. It's, like, a big thing. I think it's, like, a big Southern California thing, just because um, I think there is a lot, there is a lot of, like, Mexican culture influence. Right. There, um. 
but it is so good. And then from then on, I like realized that it actually was a thing, and that they sell like certain like healthy food places will sell it. Um, but it is just so good. <laughs> I just did not expect, especially like I went to Disneyland when I was 16 with my family. And it was just so hot out. It was the middle of August. And, you know, ice cream does a trick, but then you, like, throw, you'll probably feel like you're going to throw up, like, 20 minutes later because, like, dairy and the heat. Another reason to not eat cow dairy. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, sometimes just cold fruit, it just does a trick. And that chili powder is just so, so good with it. Cold fruit is so much better than hot fruit. Yeah, I was cringing when you were talking about the hot fruit in that last episode. <laughs> Oh, I probably sounded like a crazy person. No, I knew exactly what you meant. Like, it's different when it's, like, in a pie. Yes. Or even, like, a banana's foster. Like, when something is intentionally served, like, cooked and served hot, that's cooked fruit is different than, like, hot fruit. Absolutely. Oh, you, we, this is, ah, we should have, we should have worked together. Oh, this is a shame. We should have, oh, this would have, that actually would have been, I don't know how, like, would that have been productive? Would that have been efficient? I know it's the last key, so it's not the top priority, but... Oh, I was never efficient. I was, <laughs> like, every time Dustin would come and stock my wagon, you know, I would just be... I would... Uh, if, like, I was filler at Circus and Dustin came and stocked Circus, I didn't fill for, like, an hour. <laughs> I, I just... was really... I was, like, um... I was, like, Castle Dream Team popcorn filler without fail every single night. So I was, like, efficient when I was, like, working, but I was that person that I'd be in the park as a guest, and I'd just go to talk to every single person <laughs> I knew. Like, I, I literally, I I think, I think I came off, like, a lot friendlier than I actually am to people in ODV, because I will talk to anyone who will let me speak. Well, that's perfect for a podcast, then. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's, it's true, like, I would, like, like, when you had to be, like, had, when you had to be, like, popcorn filler during the rush, like, that's when, like, like, all right, there's no time for games, and I think that's why, after a certain point, I just stopped getting Main Street shows, <laughs> they didn't want that anymore, <laughs> they're like, all right, they're like, yeah, no, cut it off, cut it off right now, <laughs> they're like, he can't be part of it, he's not reliable at all, yeah, I rarely ever closed, like, <laughs> same, <laughs> I rarely closed, it was the funniest thing, I would, or I'd trade for a shift and I'd be closing West Side and then coordinator Steven would come by. Um, shout out to Steven Newman. If you're listening to this, I miss you and I'm sorry I swerved you this summer and we didn't get to go paintballing again, but um Yes, yeah, shout out to Steven. We love you. <laughs> we love you, Steven. <laughs> and he'd come over and he'd be like, You're closing and I'd be like, Yep. <laughs> and then he'd clean like most of the wagon for me because he knew I just couldn't do it. <laughs> That's like I always got like the like the few times that I closed I'd like I was too I, I think I was too thorough and also too too easily distracted by everything around me so yeah, like I <laughs> like I'd finish everything I'd put the lid back onto the machine with like like uh, like Carl me and Carlos are putting the lid back onto the machine together and I'm like all right Carlos how'd I do and it'd be like two hours after the wagon closed and I got back to the garage and, like all the drink wagons were done already and I was like ah shit I messed that one up too. <laughs> I was like, oh, we're just waiting on Dave again. I, I just sucked. Actually, I wasn't I wasn't too bad with, like, being quick about closing. Like, I, I was pretty good about cleaning everything. Like, I was kind of meticulous, but I was pretty quick about that. It was always, if I was on West Side, getting back to the garage. Like, getting it into, into the tunnels? Yeah. 
or going behind um, the Jungle Cruise. Or, sorry, keep the magic. It's a real river going alongside the river. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just disappear for like 45 minutes and it wasn't like I was doing anything I wasn't supposed to. Like I generally, it generally just took me that long to get back. <laughs> wow. I didn't even, I didn't even know you could go that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd always like, trade. I'm like, I'm like in the, the little corridor behind Frontierland Mercantile and I'm like slamming the green monster trying to get into the elevator. <laughs> yeah. I picked up a shift when I was merchandise in Adventureland and it was just the funniest thing. I was so it was like a blast from the past. I was like, I never wanted to see this elevator ever again, but here we are. It's, uh, do you, do you get like flashbacks to some of like the song, like if you hear a song on the radio that was in the tunnels? Yeah. <laughs> like I heard blue ain't your color the other day on the radio and I was like, man, it feels like I'm walking a jungle right now. Yeah. I had to, um, take droplets the version that's like Lewis Watson and Gabrielle Applin, like the very, very aesthetically or aesthetically, um, like audio pleasing British version. Like that's a very specific version. I had to take it out of my like sleep playlist because I used to hear it at 3 a.m. when I'd be leaving the garage with all the stalkers. I wasn't a stalker, but I always got, I always ended up doing their work with them. Um, but yeah, that was like one of the songs I would always hear. But it only played at that time of night. I don't think I was ever there late enough to hear that one. <laughs> the, uh, so yeah, that number, for my number two, after that little tangent, <laughs> uh, I have, um, one of my goals when I went down for the DCP was to eat around the world in Epcot. And there was no better country that I ate in than Italy and I like I think I think Kelsey and I were we were planning to go to Italy one night for dinner and my roommate actually worked at the restaurant in Italy he was a waiter there and he was from Italy uh and he was so nice and if you're if you're he's not listening but if you are listening Luca uh it's I miss you I do he brought me back cannolis one night that was great um But he, he gave us his, he gave us like these coupons that he had, like these cast member coupon type things. And I was like, oh, this is great. And thanks, Luca. And so we went there and he said, Dave, do you trust me? And I was like, yes, I trust you, Luca. And he said, do you promise that you trust me? And I said, of course I trust you, Luca. You just gave me these coupons. Of course I trust you. And he said, get the ravioli at Tutto de Italia. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get the ravioli at Tuto. And then we got there, and Kelsey ordered the ravioli, and I w- at the last second, I was like, lasagna al forno, please. <laughs> because <laughs> cause I suck. I'm the worst. And so, lasagna comes out, and I take, like, like I want it, it's, like, it's so hard, because at Disney, you just want to savor everything. So I take, like, the smallest bite possible. And I was, a re- I was so, like, I was like, Luca, how could I, how could I ever say that I would trust you because this lasagna is the best lasagna I've ever had in my life? It was so amazing. Like, and I, I told him afterwards, I was like, I did not get the ravioli, but I got the lasagna. And I just want to say that whatever cheese that I had on the lasagna was the best cheese I've ever tasted in my life. And he looked at me and he's like, Dave, it was Parmesan cheese. And I felt, I felt like such a dumb American until he explained that it was a very special kind of Parmesan cheese that they used in the Italian restaurant. And if you are going to Italy, 
you have to trust me. Don't trust Luca, who worked there and is from Italy and knows what actually tastes good from Italian food. Trust me, the dumb American who likes Parmesan cheese and get the lasagna al forno. I love it so much. I'll have to give you, if you ever make it to the real Italy, I'll give you some pasta tips. Because I just went this summer and it was... I came, I think I ate my weight in pasta. <laughs> was it better than Epcot? Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, this is, because I'm just a dumb American, and I'm like, I think this is like, I was like, oh, I'm eating Italian food. I'm like, oh, not really. No, it's okay. I'm a dumb American, too. I <laughs> love Olive Garden. Exactly, yeah. Oh. Olive Garden tastes great, but it's not a real Italian food, allegedly. No. No, of course not. Um, so, my number two, I also, this is not a glamorous or dainty food to eat. Um, I went on a first date and ordered this. <laughs> last fall and it is my favorite thing ever like actually I'd already had it before the date and I like we planned this date around the fact that we wanted to get these um so at Animal Kingdom at the Flame Tree Barbecue there are barbecue pulled pork cheese fries oh man (laughs) so think Disney Disney quick service french fries Flame Tree pulled pork and plastic cheese all on one plate how is this not your number one i'm i might be regretting my number one now but my number one is like a coast to coast fave okay but yeah it just like it gets all over these fries get all over my hands like i have to eat it with a fork to a certain extent but like i put a little extra barbecue sauce on there it is i'm I miss these so much. I forgot. I kind of forgot these existed for, you know, the last couple months that I've been here at school. But, oh, it is just fantastic. And it is on the snack plan. So, any (laughs) listeners who have a Disney dining plan, you can use your snack credit for that. Oh, man. That's... (laughs) Have you missed that one? Oh, no. I don't at all. (laughs) Oh, wow. That sounds like the perfect first date food, I think. Oh, yeah, it just, like, it totally got the awkward, like, are we just gonna, like, try to eat neatly around each other for the next, like, few weeks or something, or it gets that totally out of the way, and you're both just kind of salivating over, like, a cardboard boat of fries. That's, that's the kind of relationship you want to be in, I think. Oh, yeah. That's... It don't work out in the end, but, but that that particular moment eating pulled pork cheese fries you know it felt like it was fate and you'll always have the pulled pork cheese fries <laughs> maybe that will be our always pulled pork cheese fries. <laughs> oh. oh wow that's that's a good joke uh, i'm just i'm the girl of someone's memes shout out to augustus waters rip rip to the realist um <laughs> Talk on the heartstrings right there. Now, like this is a podcast where you laugh, you get hungry, you cry. It makes you, it makes you feel every, it makes you feel all three emotions. I just shed a single tear, like the kind of tear from when, um, when Pecos popcorn still had maple popcorn. Did you ever have to clean that? Only on vinegar night. So my job was very easy. And I had coordinator Steven closing with me. Oh, he was great to close with. (laughs) 
And as I said before, he did most of the work for me and, like, never let me give him credit for it. So, the realist. We, were, we had the best coordinators, didn't we? We did. We had such a good group of coordinators, and they're all... They're all by. Shout out to Leo, Marnie. Marnie! Marnie Mar and I... Marnie always comments on... Um, when I went to Disneyland Paris, she was... She was right there commenting on my post, but... Uh, love her. Carlos, well. who even though... Carlos, who will never know my name. <laughs> Which Carlos? Um, old Carlos. Uh, I guess. Elder Carlos, I should say. Um, yeah, the other Carlos wasn't a coordinator yet when Ooh. I was there. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. I know, it feels like it's like so long ago. It's like literally a year ago now. John Pohl became a coordinator too. Oh, that's so awesome. I know, yeah. He was, I think he just started inventory when I was the CP there. It's so weird to think about like how everyone's lives were before I got there because like, I know. <laughs> like aren't I all that matters? You guys had lives before me? What the hell? No, it's always like really funny because I would pick up Main Street Easter Emporium shifts and I would take my break in the bistro and I'd just be sitting there with like a lot of people that like had been there for a while and all these other CPs would be like who the hell is this chick <laughs> she's like screaming at the top of her lungs knows everyone's name like what is happening but yeah <laughs> I remember the first time I met you I think was at City Hall with like it was like Pete and Hannah were there it was and... my birthday I was having a horrible day I remember that night <laughs> oh I'm sorry. I did not know you were having a bad day. It was day. before my birthday, actually. And then um, Pete called me crazy and threw a piece of ice at me. <laughs> so shout out to Pete Peterson. I love you forever. Yeah, definitely. But I'm going to hold that against you forever. Like, every, I feel like that's how, every, how Pete interacts with everyone. Like Everybody loves him, but they always have something they're going to hold against him forever. Yeah. He, he can't make enemies, though, which is very impressive. And he's, he's a recurring guest on this old podcast. <laughs> Have other people brought him up? Uh, he's he's done an episode on fantasy football. Oh and yes, that's right. I remember I did listen to that one. He's uh yeah he's what a guy, Pete Peterson. I'm gonna just say this without any context, just in case he listens to this, which he might, which he probably will, honestly, if we share it on Facebook. But um. Coordinator tear to diamond. <laughs> I think I just got stung by a bee or something. Could I get some Benadryl out here? Oh, that's my favorite story. And I think it's time for you to share your number one, right? <laughs> yeah, thank, thank you for getting me back on track. Um, <laughs> um, doing a terrible job hosting. I have. No, it's okay. I'm, I, I really do distract people from their like original intent of conversations usually. We just, we love talking about Disney. We truly do. At my, at, for my number one pick, I have something that you can't get it on a menu. It's, it's like, it's a, it's one of Disney's best kept secrets. And when, when I've, when people come up to me and they say, like, if people came up to me at a wagon and they were like, hey, what's, what's the, what's the best place to eat in this park? Ever, like, I know, like, like, so, like, my mind just, like, floods with things, like, Oh my god, should I send them to be our guest? Oh, but you need a reservation for that. And like, blah, 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 blah. And eventually, I always, always recommended. I said, you gotta go to Pecos Bill's Tall Tale Inn and Cafe. You gotta go there. You get the three tacos. 
each one with the fried cauliflower and the chilled, make sure it's chilled and not hot, pineapple. <laughs> you take that, you take the chilled pineapple, and it comes with, it comes in the tacos. That, it's got chilled pineapple, fried cauliflower, but you then, also, this is different now because now guacamole costs extra, but back in the day, you used to be able to get guacamole from the bar, put it right on top of the yeah. tacos. Guacamole, chilled pineapple, fried cauliflower, tacos, Pecos Bill, my favorite thing to get in all of Disney World to eat. It was so great. I've only had that once, and it, I agree with you. It's super, super good. Um, I'm like a frequent flyer with the nachos, and I always get sick after. Um, <laughs> a frequent flyer. <laughs> <laughs> one year, well, almost one year ago, October 3rd, 2017, I fell asleep at a table inside of Pecos Bills during a Halloween party. <laughs> like, oh, sitting over my nachos, so. That is the true spirit of Halloween. Yeah, I think it is. It was, like, during the second Boot to You parade, too. Um, oh, no, the first one. It wasn't even that late at night. It was, like, 9.30. But... <laughs> 9.30, played of nachos, passed out in Pecos. That's, that is the, that's the American dream. I think it is. Um... But my number one, um, you know, American staple foods. And this one, it, it's you can get it on the East Coast and the West Coast. It's like a Disney Park icon. Um, mine are going to be the beignets or oh. slash Mickey beignets. I guess they're all Mickey beignets now since now um, Sasagula or whatever it's called at Port Orleans has switched over to the Mickey shape as well. Um, but I first had these at Cafe Orleans when I was 16, when I went to Disneyland with my family. Um, and then I recently had them again back in January when I went to Disneyland with a few ODB pals. So hi guys, that was fun. Let's do that again. Um, and yeah, those come, but we got from the quick service and they come in a bag and you get extra powdered sugar and you shake them up and they're so crunchy on the outside, but like warm and pillowy on the inside. And they are pretty much just as good at Port Orleans in Disney World. And that's the only place you can get them in Disney World property. At least I know in on, at Disneyland Resort in California, you can get them in downtown Disney as well. They're just not Mickey-shaped. But those are also apparently really good. I haven't tried them from the restaurant there. But, yeah, they're just fantastic. I would go before the – ooh, sorry. Words are hard. Um, before work this summer. I would always go with my roommates and we'd get, um, we'd get Mickey beignets like literally two hours before work. And it was fantastic because it's quick service food and cast members got discounts at the quick service there at Port Orleans. That's, that's a great pick for number one, the beignets. I went to Sasagola twice, I think twice, both times got the beignets. They're just... They really are. Like, Disney fried dough, their variations on it are just... There's something different about it compared to regular fried dough. It's just the beignets were the best. They... I don't even know how accurate it is to New Orleans culture, but I don't even care because that's just fantastic food. I, sh I can't believe I forgot. The, the beignets are going to be an honorable mention for me. That's... Man, oh, love the beignets. Good pick. I love it. Thank you. They're, um, they're very messy, though. <laughs> oh, they're so messy. I just... I made a point to not wear... A black shirt anytime that, I wore them or wore them ate them that's a good I would call. love to wear beignets though like imagine having just like a dress made out of beignets you can oh. kind of just like nibble on your shoulder if you ever got hungry 
You just gotta you gotta eat it in the right way so that way by the time you get home, that's just it's just perfect. Like you you have you've eaten beignets the whole day. You stayed dressed, and then you get home, and then you can just finish it off. Yep, totally. Um, an honorable, another honorable mention for me. Um, and I don't even like corn dogs, but the corn dog nuggets from Casey's Corner. Casey's Corner was that's like the place for comfort food. I think. I don't know. I maybe I'm just because I'm not like a huge hot dog person. I actually threw up in Magic Kingdom after eating a mac and cheese hot dog from Casey's Corner. Just get the mac and cheese, No hot, definitely no hot dog underneath it. It's a lot better. Oh, yeah. I've gotten the mac and cheese on its own before at, like, I think it was, like, midnight. I think there was extra magic hours, and I was just sitting in the hub grass. Um, person I was with was, like, literally taking a nap in the grass, and I was just eating. I mobile ordered mac and cheese, like, right before Casey's closed, and I did that. Yeah. Resort-wide mac and cheese, that's also another honorable mention. I can't believe we lived this life. We're like, you know what? Let's just go eat mac and cheese in the hub tonight. Yeah, that was... That was our it life. Was crazy. I used to go to, like... Magic Kingdom was open late, and I closed at Epcot, and I got off at 10. I would just hop on. I would literally just go right over and just hang with whoever was there for, like, a couple hours, which is just such a strange... I, I don't know. It's just a weird, like, thing to think about. <laughs> that, like... We had that privilege to do that. Those were, those are the best. It's just the best months of your life. Oh, it is. Some of my honorable mentions. I have. I never got the privilege to sell these at Jungle Popcorn, but I loved the cheeseburger egg rolls when I had them at Starlet Splash. I got. I. I think. I think I probably ate probably about twenty of those. I kept going back. <laughs> Jen even brought me some at one point. That was great. Uh, And I loved the sweet potato hash from uh, Satuli Canteen. I was a big fan. Every time I get a bowl from Satuli, I always had sweet potato hash in it. That one, yeah, I would always choose that one too. I I forgot about that. I only ate there a few times though. Um, It was pretty good. Yeah, it's it's like, it's a good, I could eat that by itself. Like a lot of times I don't think I would need, you know, the, what they're trying to pass is like shaved beef, their roast beef thing. <laughs> or their sustainable fish, which usually is just a filet of tilapia. But um, yeah, the cheap potato hash on its own is just super good. I think I, I brought it home in a to-go box once, and then I like refried it on the stove the next morning and ate it with eggs for breakfast, and it was really, really good. That sounds perfect to me. More just me food hacks. <laughs> Oh, we have so many food podcasts we got to do. I know. I'm trying to think if I have any other honorable mentions. So we got corn dog nuggets, mac and cheese, Dole Whip for me, citrus swirl, I guess. So I kind of talked about that. Right. Um, you know, for some reason, Disney tomato soup always tasted better than regular tomato soup. Really? I like, never. I don't think I had tomato soup at all. Where did they... It would always, it could get it as a side at PVH. Oh, wait, yes, I had it at the um, Jolly Holiday Cafe, like the iconic tomato soup and grilled cheese in Disneyland. Right. Isn't it, like, it's, like, weirdly better, right? It's kind of like, think of, like, creamy Panera tomato soup. Exactly. But better because it's from Disney. It, it, it's just, yeah. <laughs> it costs, like, $12, but. <laughs> That's the one downside is that Disney food is the most expensive thing you'll ever spend all your money on. Oh, yeah. 
100%. I think I, I think most of my paychecks went to food. Oh, absolutely. I never, I bought like one thing of merchandise and all of it was food after that. Yeah, after I bought a bubble wand in like June, I was like, I don't need any of this stuff. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> oh, it's just more to pack when you have to go home. I forgot who I gave that to. I think I might have given it to Mitch. So when I go and visit, I might have to go see if he has my bubble wand. But you gotta get that bubble wand back from Mitch. I had like a will. And I gave away a lot of my stuff because at that point all of my friends had extended and I was like the only one leaving. So, it was a sad funeral day. That is sad. That's, it's all like, I, I see all these people on Snapchat and I'm like, man, I wish I was there right now. I know. It's, it's actually like, it's very surprising to me how many people actually stay. Not because like, not that I didn't want to stay, but I definitely did. I think it was just like a, I was like, wow, they have like their lives figured out enough to just kind of pick up and move down there. Like, cause I spent all this money on food, right? So then when I was like, oh man, I should stay down here. I looked at my bank account and I was like, well, that's not yeah. going to really work out. <laughs> like, mm, maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> oh, well, one day. One day, yeah. What year do you graduate? 2020. Hey, me too. Well, as of now, December 2019, but I'm walking in 2020, so maybe we'll be back down there together. We can finally work together. God willing, we should aim for it. <laughs> we should both apply for the same food and beverage management PI, That's... just so they can go back to ODB. Definitely. You know, I think I think I'll definitely be let back there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, well, aside, though. Kristen, thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you for, like, my, you know, my vague yet, like, fishing for, you know, you asking me to join this podcast on Twitter was, it's been a dream come true. <laughs> wow, that's, that's very nice of you. I mean, yeah, the last 51 minutes has been nothing but a magical. <laughs> I hope everyone knows, like, I, anyone, literally anyone can, like, just, just tweet at me, like Kristen did, I'll, I'm happy to have, I'm happy to talk to anyone about anything, and this is, this has been one of my favorites. Yeah, I think we've actually spoken in person, like, a total of two times, <laughs> but if you reach out on Twitter, I think that's where friendships are born. Absolutely. Disney Twitter, it's a great place to be. This Twitter is where the key's at, so. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Top five foods with Kristen. That was great. Kristen, welcome. You're welcome anytime. Thank you. She reached out to me. That was great. Um, check out Three Hungry Nerds. They did an AMA and a lot of good stuff happening. We're, what a great website. Not as good as bodybuilding.com, but nothing could be really. Thank you.